In this episode, I want to introduce you to Cucumber. This is a high-level testing framework that is designed to create an application through behavior-driven development. So in this episode, I want to show you how you can create a Rails application from scratch using Cucumber. And what we're going to do is define our behavior through plain text, through plain English, which is a pretty neat and intriguing functionality that Cucumber provides. Let me show you. So like I said, we'll create a new application from scratch and we'll do the classic blog application because it's a functionality that everyone's pretty much familiar with. Now let's set up our testing environment. I like to do that in our config environment test file. And so I want to define what gems we're going to use in our test environment here. So I like to use RSpec and WebRat in combination with Cucumber. Now, if you aren't familiar with all of these, then they may be a little bit overwhelming at first using so many different gems here, but really they work in combination very well. But they're not really required to use Cucumber. It's just a, the most convenient way to get started. So I encourage you to get started working with these, but later on when you become more uh, familiar with how Cucumber works, you can later on swap out RSpec for a test unit, for example, and WebRat for some other uh, testing framework that you might prefer more. So now let's make sure we have all those gems installed with rake gems install command and make sure to specify a Rails environment, set it to test. Good, looks like everything's installed. Now we can set up Cucumber with script generate Cucumber command. And now notice this created a features directory. This is where everything Cucumber related uh, lives. So we're going to define all of our features and behavior in this directory here for our application. So here's our features directory in TextMate, and let's create a new feature here. Now we want to be able to manage articles in this blog, so let's call this manage articles, and the Cucumber features file ends in dot feature. That's the extension for Cucumber. Now if you wanna get syntax highlighting for this in TextMate, I encourage you to check out a TextMate bundle out there for Cucumber, which I will post to in the show notes for this episode. Now this first part is really optional. You aren't required to define your feature, but it can help to really flesh out the goal of this feature from a business standpoint. So we could say feature uh, manage articles, and then we can say um, there's really three parts to a feature. So you could say in order, and then as a, and then there's I want. So the in order, so this is your overall goal to make a blog and then as an author let's say then I want to create and manage articles so that's your overall feature uh, of managing articles and your goal behind it so that gives some clarification of what we're trying to accomplish here next we need to nail down some specific behavior to define our our feature so we do that through scenarios so we can say scenario, and then uh, let's say we want to display a list of articles. So um, articles list is our scenario. And there's really three parts to each scenario. There's a given, and then when, and then. So given is defining some preset uh, variables or settings to uh, set up the environment. So let's say I have articles titled uh, pizza and breadsticks. And when I go to the list of articles, then uh, I should see pizza. And then we can extend 
any one of these given when or then settings by using the word and. So I could say, then I should see pizza and I should see breadsticks. So as you can see, we're defining our application's behavior through plain English. So now let's run this scenario and see how it works. And we just run that by calling cucumber features in our command line. I'm going to use the dash n option to make this a little bit more concise so it fits well here. So as you can see, here's our feature in our scenario laid out here for us. And we have three steps which were skipped because there's one step which is still undefined. An undefined step means that Cucumber really isn't sure how to interpret this step into Ruby code to uh, actually run it. So as you can see, it's pending right now. So let's copy this and create the step so that Cucumber can interpret it into Ruby code. Now we define steps under the step definitions directory that Cucumber created for us. So let's make a new file here called uh, article steps.rb. So it's a Ruby file, which we're going to use to define the steps here. So we can start by pasting in the pending step that Cucumber gave us. And we can see here that we define our step using a regular expression. This is really important because we need to interpret the plain English step into Ruby code basically through this block. And so the reason it's a regular expression is we can substitute certain parts of the code here to uh, basically interpret it as variables that we're passing to this block. Because saying pizza and breadsticks here is very specific to the behavior of the application. What we want to do is substitute this so anything that you pass in here that you want to be titles of articles, we can pass that into the block. So we can say titles, and then we can take each of these titles. Actually, we want to split it by comma space because that's the way they're defined here. So we can say each of these titles, we want to create an article for it. I'm passing in title as the one we define in our step. So this way we'll create a t an article for each of the titles we defined here, splitting by comma space. Now you may have noticed that these other three steps are simply skipped. They aren't uh, undefined. So Cucumber already knows how to interpret these steps, but how does it? Well, there's already some steps defined uh, using WebRat that Cucumber created for us. So if you take a look at that step definitions directory, we have this WebRat steps, which already lists a lot of steps for us that we can use and take advantage of through WebRat. So it basically allows us to click on certain links, uh, go to certain pages, and so on. So now let's run our features again and see where we're at. One of the nice things about Cucumber is whenever you aren't sure what to do next, just run your features and then check what error you get. So that's really the essence of behavior-driven development. So here we get an initialized constant article. Obviously, we need to create an article model so that we can create them on this step. So for convenience here, I'll just run the generate uh, rspec model command. And then so we want a titled article, uh, give it a title, and we'll give it a content column too. Then we'll want to migrate our database and then clone that into our test database so that it has the same schema. So let's try running Cucumber again and see where we stand. So as you can see, the first step passed, but now we get a problem here. It's not really sure how to interpret the word, the list of articles into a path. So we need to instruct that in our path file that Cucumber generated. So if you look under the support directory, you can see there's a paths.rb file, and this is where we can just define custom paths interpreting the plain English versions such as uh, the list of articles into articles path. 
So now when we run Cucumber again, we can see the next error is that undefined method articles path. So there's basically no route defined uh, to go to articles. So we go to our routes.rb file. Let's do map resources uh, articles to define that. And then when we run Cucumber again, uh, we'll see that our articles controller isn't defined. So these are really small steps, and of course you can take bigger steps as you get more comfortable with using Cucumber, but the point is, is that every single step of the way, Cucumber basically gives you a nice error message uh, instructing you of what the next step needs to be. So we basically need to create a controller here. So again here, let's use the uh, RSpec generator here for creating a controller. Let's name it Articles, and then pass in the index action. We'll create that too while we're at it. Then when we run Cucumber again, we get now an error. Uh, so the first two pass, now it just says we should see the word pizza on the index page, and we don't. So we can solve that by going to our articles controller, fetching all of our articles, <coughs> going to our index page, and then just looping through each of our articles. So we'll just display the title here. And now when we run it again, Everything should pass because we are listing all of our articles on our index page now, and everything does pass. Now that you have an understanding of how Cucumber works, uh, let me walk you through one more scenario. This one will be a bit more complex, but we'll take bigger steps along the way. So in this scenario, we're going to create a valid article, and this is going to span through multiple pages on our site, so it's going to be really a walkthrough like as a user's point of view through multiple pages. So don't think that one scenario is just one specific page of the application. So this is how it works. Given I have no articles currently, and I'm on the list of articles page, which is our index page we already created, when I follow a new article link, then I fill in our title, set it to spuds, set our content to delicious potato wedges, so this is on a form here, and I press the create button, then I should see new article created, which is a flash message. I should see spuds, which is our title we set and our content that we set. And then I should have one article in our database. So this is a pretty complex workflow here, but it's all, all in one scenario. So let's see how we can uh, make this work. So as always, our first step is to run our Cucumber features. Let's see where we stand. So we only have two steps which are undefined here. So that's really nice. The WebRat uh, steps handle most of our situations. So let's just work on defining these two steps. So we just have to go to our article steps file, paste these two in. First one is I have no articles. That's pretty easy. We just want to basically delete all the articles. Just pass and delete all. The second one is I should have one article. So whenever we see a number or quoted text or something like that in our step, that's a pretty good sign that we want to fill that in with any other value. So uh, let's just say any numbered digit here. We want to pass it in as a variable. And then uh, we want to say article.count should equal the count. Now we'll need to convert this to an integer here because uh, Cucumber doesn't know that this is a, simply a number. It passes every variable in as a string. And so we run our features again and see how this works. The first two steps pass. The third one here, we fail because there's no link titled new article on our page. So let's add that and also add our pages for uh, submitting a new article. So we want a new link here called a new article. 
and then this goes to the new article path. And we need to define that action in our articles controller. And then we define our view. And this view should have a form for that article. We want a couple fields here, one for the title and one for the content. And our submit button should be called create. So let's see if this works so far, running our features again. Uh, looks like it's filling it in so far. When I press create, it says no action responded to create. So it's basically saying our controller doesn't have a create action now. So, so far so good. Let's create that create action. Create a new article here with the uh, parameters. And then uh, set our flash message to new article created. And then let's redirect back to our index action. So let's try running our features again and see where we get. Uh, it says the create action passed, except now we get, uh, we don't have any text that says new article created. So we need to display this somewhere, our flash message, which we currently aren't displaying. Now this really should go in a layout file of some sort, but just to get this passing, I'm just going to add our flash message at the top here. And I also noticed that we're not displaying any content in this page. So let me just display that real quick here. So now we run our features one more time and let's see how it works. Now we have everything passing. Our application behaves and functions the way we want it to. All we have to do is clean up our views and voila, we have a fully functional application. So we might, you know, create the next scenario being creating an invalid article and so on and defining that behavior. Well, I barely scratched the surface of Cucumber in this episode, but I hope you've enjoyed this introduction. Now you may be wondering, is it really worth it? It seems like quite a bit of work to define the behavior in English, plain English, and then uh, add up the steps and write it out in Ruby. Well, I think it is. It's um, defining integration tests here and really defining the application behavior. And these kind of tests are testing the entire stack. So they're very high level. They're testing everything from what the user sees down to the database. So these kind of tests I find to me personally to be more important than unit tests. That said, I don't think they're a replacement for unit tests, especially in the model layer. I encourage you to still uh, unit test individual minute pieces of functionality, but use Cucumber for uh, the integration tests and testing the high level uh, complete stack, I think is a great way to go. This episode is sponsored in part by Sifter, a bug and issue tracking application designed to be inviting to even the least technical team members and clients. Check out sifterapp.com for a free 30-day trial. Also sponsored by Pragmatic Screencasts. They offer high-quality screencasts on a variety of subjects, including Ruby and Rails. Check them out at pragmatic.tv.